Welcome to our sport management class podcast. My name is Stephanie Bishop and I'm here to share some practices to encourage leaders to be their personal best. We're going to take a look at how to put leadership into action. I'd like to talk a little bit about Google. Google is a well-known tech giant who is also known for treating their employees completely different than any other company in the world. Employees can look forward to a lot of free amenities, including breakfast, lunch, and dinner, which comes from a organic chef, fresh, um, health and dental for free, haircuts for free, dry cleaning, massages, they have gyms and swimming pools available, they have nap pods, um, video games, foosball, ping pong, and they even have on-site physicians, which I did not know that that was a thing. Um, so not only is this convenient, but it also alleviates a lot of the stressors that many employees much do, must deal with today. Um, it allows for relaxation, unforced creativity, which is obviously something that's going to be key in a field of technology. So Project Oxygen was a mission created by Google to create better bosses. Google began analyzing performance reviews and feedback surveys, and what employees valued most were even-kneeled bosses who made time for one-on-one -on -one meetings, who helped people puzzle through problems by asking questions, um, they did not dictate answers, and they actually took an interest in employees' lives and careers. Now, after the study concluded, all of the data led to Google's eight habits of highly effective Google managers. Now, these are uh, eight good behaviors, also known as the Google rules. Number one, be a good catch. Number two, empower your team and don't micromanage. Number three, express interest in team members' success and professional well-being. Personal well-being, excuse me. Um, number four, don't be a sissy be productive and results oriented. Number five, be a good communicator and listen to your team. Number six, help your employees with career development. Number seven, have a clear vision and strategy for the team. And number eight, have key technical skills so you can help advise them. Now what happened here was these things were all ranked from most important to least important. And you can see that have key technical skills so you can help advise the team is number eight out of eight. And you can really just see here that being qualified and knowing how to do your job and you know having a lot of knowledge isn't the most important thing uh, for being a manager. So the leadership principle I would like to connect to Google is enabling others to act. This is where leaders foster collaboration and build spirited teams, uh, build a community, they actively involve others, uh, the leaders are understanding that mutual respect, ex sustains extraordinary efforts, they strive to create an atmosphere of trust and human dignity, they want to strengthen others on their team and they want to make everyone feel capable and powerful. These are confident leaders who understand the strengths of their employees and their potential, and they want to make them feel confident in enabling others to take control and initiative. 
So I'd like to look at three different subheadings here from module five. Um, performance evaluations, something that Google does sort of in reverse here. They're not doing um, performance evaluation on employees, but however, the employees are giving the managers performance evaluations. And so they're really looking at that and kind of flipping the situation to foster better managers so that managers can foster better employees. So with the performance evaluations, if we were looking at the employees, we would look at personal factors, how well they're doing their jobs, you know, a standard type of evaluation. But we're also looking at environmental factors, which is something that Google takes into account, um, especially with working conditions. Like I said earlier, they have free breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The employees do not have to stress if they didn't bring anything with them. If they had to work late, they could go get dinner. Um, haircuts, something, you know, you have to make time for dry cleaning. Um, the biggest thing for me, nap pods, like that's going to be something, you know, you're working really hard on your computer. You're, you know, burnt out. You might just need a nap. Come back you're feeling better and it's just a great working condition um, in my opinion. Uh, the next one would be establishing trust. Leaders want to create a climate of trust and facilitate relationships. So at Google the managers are encouraged to create relationships with their subordinates as actual people and not as just employees, you know, people who come in every day and do a job. Um, I enjoyed the example in module five where half of a group uh, were told that they can trust members of management and the other half was told to expect untrusting behavior. And as it turned out, the group members who had been told that their group could be trusted reported their discussion and decisions to be significantly more positive. Um, so it's really important to create those types of relationships so that everything can be um, positive because obviously when you're having, you're not having trust, you're not having this, you're being skeptical of all decisions and not working as cohesively as you could. The last one I would like to touch on is cooperative goals. So for cooperation to succeed, Roles must be designed so that, it, so that every person's contributions are both additive and cumulative to find the outcome. So to do this, leaders should help employees understand how the role that they play, no matter how big or small, is important to the overall organizational goal. Now, two things that can help with this are employee engagement. So improving collaboration by providing a non-threatening space for people to work independently and creatively. Um, I've already touched on this earlier again with how laid back everything is. Massages, gyms, swimming pools, video games, ping pong, the nap pods, um, just all things that are going to help um, people stay independent and creative. And one thing I found interesting about Google is the way they use diner booths instead of conference rooms. So this allows for less formal setting and let's say less intense environment to allow creativity to flow without being under pressure to produce. 
Um, another thing uh, that's coming about and being more important is recruiting and attracting talent. So the importance of strategic hiring is increasing and all eyes are on HR departments to both attract and hire the right people for the job and the company culture. So in the past, Google was known for asking obscure questions during interviews, um, not just for the right answer, but to see the thought process of the applicant to see if they would be a good match for the company. So I thought that that was very important and all of this really applies to enabling others to act because Google is really just trying to set up their company for success and that stems from the managers and the leaders that they have and trickles down to their employees. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast and we hope to see you back for another episode.